Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. Are you ready to rock? Yeah. 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 And more importantly, are you ready to roll? Yeah. Ready to roll into a war zone. Yeah. Well, b- party is still an option. Yeah. It's, you know, we're not taking it off the board yet. Yep. Uh, Zelfus does have his name under party. Do a little recap here. Boys, you are coming off a knee, and uh, where this could have been a moment to relax, you noticed on television that your good friends, Acid Aurelius and Thimble, were captured by Sononan forces and are currently being held on the Sononan homeworld, Sononus Prime. This would be a bad thing made even worse by the fact that the Federation and Sonos Prime are currently in a war, and getting on to Sonos Prime is hard on a good day and almost impossible on during uh, this war. But uh, Cathan was able to secure a landing permit for you. However, that landing permit has a very short lifespan because the Federation has officially launched offensives on the planet. Can't wait to run a blockade today. It's going to be great. All right, are we en route to the planet? You guys tell me what you're doing. Yeah, I guess we're we're in the phase of figuring it out when we get there. That's a heavy question. <laughs> Merrick, you're you're the captain. What yeah. what do you think? Should I we think we gun it and we figure it out when we get there. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> I just like <laughs> fucking gun it immediately. We improvise. Like I jump over the back of my seat and just <laughs> I'm pretty useless until we get on the ground. So I first things that come to mind are we either take advantage of the chaos of the siege starting and just try to sneak in and pretend we're a Federation ship, which I don't think is super likely, or we just gun it and hope they're too distracted to shoot us out of the sky. If we wait until there's a battle ongoing, maybe sneaking becomes possible, but I like this ship and living, and I don't want to get hit by a Dreadnought-class weapon. So maybe it's best for us to get near the system, but like far enough away maybe that we're only barely picked up on their scanners, and then we can just sort of see what's happening. And then make a plan from there. Whatever chaos is happening, we might be able to take advantage of it, but... Yeah, that's usually our strength. Yeah. What about Decker? Do you think he's a viable option? I think I don't trust him. I hate him and his hair. Decker, I don't know. I've, I can't get a read on the guy, so I just truly don't know where his allegiance lie, and that means to me that they lie with him, so he becomes volatile, unpredictable. Yeah. You can even get a know. sandworm to work for you because you know when they're hungry. Decker is even worse than a sandworm. Yeah, he. I can't really get a read on anyone ever, but I don't like him. Well, maybe if we're going to be breaking a bunch of shit anyway, right before we do something stupid, it could be worth it to reach out and see what happens. I guess. We just Right now, we just need information. Let's yeah, get there. Need- let's see what's happening. And, you know, maybe we just take advantage of what we can. Fair. All right. Buckle in. Everybody to battle stations just in case. As you guys are getting ready to leave, you hear from the entrance to the bridge and cockpit, Quip, say, before you just go headfirst into a war, um... Oh yeah, where where do you want me to drop you off? <laughs> that is kind of important. Oh shit, we got... Sorry, we got we got wrapped up in, in this. I, uh, I ungun it. I'm like, sorry, uh, Captain is really persuasive. Quip gives you a, like, little data pad. Uh, that you can plug into your uh, console that loads in coordinates, and there is a like drop off on the way that he would like to be dropped off at. Is it anywhere significant? Uh, no, he's just got a like a stash of. He's just got like a, a spare ship and some like supplies and like an asteroid belt. Yeah, 
Hell yeah. Hey guys, I have a backup house on Usurant. Can you guys just drop me off there? It'll be fine. <laughs> oh no, Quip. <laughs> uh, so. uh, are you sure? <laughs> uh, yeah, I gun it again. Cool, yeah, you guys, uh, it doesn't take long, and you arrive at this sort of like small cluster of asteroids and a moon just off of, I guess it would be just outside of knee. Just outside the living planet. The living planet turns and gives us a wave. Yeah, it's just outside of knee uh, on your way to Sonona's Prime. And uh, Quip and Query are at the airlock. And uh, they're all sort of like geared up. They've got their stuff. Quip has like a backpack that's almost like as big as he is, if not a little bigger. And Query has her duffel bag over her shoulder. And they just kind of like stand there looking at you, trying to figure out kind of what to say. Durin's going to like shake their hands and be like, the, the ship has never been the same without you. And I mean that. I miss you, and hopefully I get to fly with you again. Quip sort of, like, pulls you in and gives you a, a sort of a weird, awkward hug. It's so awkward. Like, <laughs> it's just like, like the... He, the... He's, yeah, he's doing it because he thinks he has to. You, you don't, uh, I guess I just... Ha- I think he wants me to, so I kind of do it. It's yeah. I'm gonna scoop them both while this is happening. I'll lift them both up. <laughs> Thank Thanks for being family. And I like squish him. I like hobble over towards uh towards Query if she wants to get involved. Oh yeah, she she meets on the other side and and beats you in. I'll bet they love it. Query does. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but I bet Duran's absolutely loving this. Yeah. It's, it's something. It is something. He's reaching for his fucking like dueling sword. <laughs> <laughs> when you put them down, Query gives everyone like a, a little hug and a thanks for uh, you know, saving her ass. And uh, Quip looks at you, Merrick, and says, all right, Cap, keep them safe. Before Query leaves, I'm just going to be like, stay with it. You'll get there. And I won't forget our promise. Uh, she smiles and she puts her forehead against your head. And uh, you feel sort of like a thought enter into your head of you. Like, it's it's sort of like you in silhouette with a, a younger, a smaller silhouette as well. Just kind of like somewhere nice. It's it's really faint and it's really hazy and it's really sort of like unformed, but it, it is her trying to use her telepathy, but not quite back yet. Is is that real? Is that somewhere else? Or is that just just a nice thought? Just a nice thought for now. Well, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, if there's anything else you guys would like to say or ask, uh, they are ready to to go their own way. Do uh, we know where Query said they were going? Uh, they're just leaving Casamal. So them and Vale are both bailing the system? Yeah. Vale's getting Amara out, and Quip and Query are also getting out. Yeah. Um, enjoy life, you two. We'll make sure you have all the time in the universe to enjoy it. We'll all meet back for boozy milkshakes once you're back. This is the part where Victor would say, don't be a hero, but all I'm going to say is do whatever the fuck you want. Have a good life. Quip laughs at that. You guys uh, part ways. Uh, you see them get into a small, very unassuming ship and uh, disappear off into the drift. Um, and you guys are free to do the same on your way to Sonona's Prime. I miss them. They'll be okay. We'll make sure. So much cleaner with them around. <laughs> I can try put my mugs away. <sighs> you've you've, you've got to clean them first, Cody. <laughs> 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 Cody just like looks confused. <laughs> Let's do this, I guess. Done it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Merrick's head hits the front of his chair. (laughs) I wasn't belted it. 
Uh, okay, yeah, you guys uh, enter into the drift, and it's uh, you guys are like one planet over, so it does not take long at all as you pull out of the drift uh, just far enough away from the planet that you get sort of a full snapshot view of what's going on. And you can see that uh, there's no combat happening in space. Oh. So the armadas are still sort of staring Shit. at each other, and it looks like the war hasn't broken. Like, it looks Just like there's still... Despite what we saw in reports? Correct. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. Wait, but we saw, like, a ground invasion, didn't we? Yep. Do we get the feeling it's doctored footage? Just from mm. what we're seeing right now? It, that's a possibility, but Weird. what okay. from from what you're seeing right now, it's it, like it's hard to say if it's doctored or not. What you're seeing right now is that they are still in a stalemate and okay. are kind of like in the Cold War phase of this, like just staring each other down. You see um, the Ministry of Defense ships, uh, these huge, well-maintained and like top-of-the-line ships. But then on the other side, you see the Sononan Armada. It almost puts the Ministry of Defense to shame. Like, their armada is impressive. They have... It, like, it almost looks laughable to see what one planet has amassed in comparison to almost an entire system. Like, they are they are equally gunned, um, which should be surprising when it is sort of like a, you know, six-on-one situation. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected. Wait, they, have, they must have someone backing them then. Uh, roll me a culture check, and you get a plus five from Jenny. Oh, okay, okay. I definitely uh seventeen. Um, seventeen is actually enough for this. This is a low DC uh, to good. know this. Real good. So the the Unity War, which kind of what was started, uh, what got the um, Federation of Councils to like become a thing, was essentially a bunch of different independent factions had moved into Casimal around all the same time, and there was a vying for control. And what originally started as a, like almost a system-wide war to see who was in, who was going to rule the, the system ended up becoming a, uh, a, a turn because the swarm arrived at the same time. And so all of the factions had to sort of band together in order to fight the swarm. And what, it, what the resulting thing was everyone realizing, being like, hey, if this happens again, we're going to need to band together again. And it makes more sense now to form a unified system to prevent uh, other people from attacking us, uh, another swarm invasion, etc., etc. So everyone bands together, formed the Federation of Councils, but Sonona's Prime didn't. And they stayed out of it simply because they wanted to maintain sovereignty. But Sonona's Prime was the main military force that saved Casamal during this swarm invasion. Like it was Sonona's Primes and like the Imperial Armada that really lent the firepower. So they've always had a massive military. And the Federation has been sort of playing keep up with them ever since. So there's Sparta. <laughs> it's yeah, Sparta and yes. Athens, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, 100%. This is just Sparta and Athens. We see you, Dane, where you're getting your influence. Peloponnesian Reading War. real life books. But again, like, the Sononans have never been outwardly aggressive to the Federation, even afterwards. They've just been very, very strict on 
Federation influence. So uh, again, before all this even popped off, you needed a landing permit. Uh, taverns were a, a slightly more easy to come and go, uh, specifically because, again, Sononan culture uh, values usefulness. So having uh, people coming in with new skills and new abilities uh, to take care of things that they might not have the resources to take care of was always welcome. Uh, so taverns were actually easier to get landing permits uh, amongst the the various designations and then like trade ships were the two big ones uh, any other sort of like civilian vessel or tourists or uh, like anything like that it was quite difficult to get onto Sonora's Prime and like Federation ships they pretty much ran them through the bureaucracy of red tape to to even show up on the planet so yeah it's it's not strange that Sonoda's Prime is like the same sort of military strength because they always had it. It is it is almost more impressive that the Ministry of Defense has matched them in their military prowess. All right, so a couple things come to mind. Um, it could be doctored footage. It could be a form of propaganda to let the people, you know, elsewhere in the system know that the Federation has the upper hand, blah, 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 blah. Wasn't that a message? Am I misremembering? Wasn't that a message to us, right? Yeah, it was, it was from, what's his name's brother's commander or something, right? Captain's yeah. brother, right? Well, it was it was from Captain's, like, contact on Sonona's Prime. Yeah, so, so it wasn't it, from his brother directly, but it was from someone working with him, right? Yeah. What if there's a, um, can I bring up that footage again? Yep. Is it clearly Federation soldiers attacking? Give me a perception check. All of us? Part of me thinks that it's either a Sononan subgroup or something else that's going on here, and we just didn't notice the first time we watched. Of course, we dropped off Vale, the one who's like the best at this. Well, yeah. that's why uh, that's why Dan was like, get out of here, you MacGuffin character who's going <laughs> to yeah. pass every computer check. Do it yourself, you pathetic little fellas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so so if, if this is the, the, the line of logic that you want to follow, I will take perception checks, I will take uh, computer checks, and I will take uh, culture checks. Okay, okay so it's a 21 perception. So I'm just going through a... the footage frame by frame looking for something that shouldn't be there. Okay. I got a 28 perception. I'll cool. take computers then. All right. American Cody, you notice that it's, it's hard to see because – Footage is fucking shaky and, and everything. But you notice that the Federation soldiers that are being dropped off by these like personnel carriers, there's they're like these big just like floating platforms, almost like elevators that are just coming down and like offloading boys. All of the Ministry of Defense soldiers seem very big. So there's Sononans in Nope. Are they Sharpellas? Vesk? Sononans are medium creatures. These okay. are large creatures. What did, What have we dealt with? Are they freaking mutants? Are they sharkrillas? 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 You will have to give me... You can't just yell things are at they? me. I got 28. <laughs> That's a perception. You can tell they're not sharkrillas. You can tell that these are humanoids. Okay. They, they okay. are people. Um, but it's, it's strange that all of these people okay. are large creatures when sort of like the majority of... The system are medium creatures. Does my 35 in computers confirm they're shark gorillas? <laughs> Don't waste You're, it on that, Terry. Ask a different freaking question. <laughs> You're I'm examining the footage with my computers check. It's basically yeah. what I'm doing. Your 35 reveals that this footage is not doctored. Okay. This is nothing. There's no altered footage on this. Captain, whatever's happening right now, whatever this footage is, it's real. I Yeah. It's but, either a separate force. It's Mezo. It's Goop. It's... What was her name? Penny? 
It's I don't know what it is. Uh, it's as in who freaking knows. Okay, uh, my only next thought is I think now we have to call Decker and see if he picks up and see if he knows what's going on. At the very least, he'll know we're around. So either way, we'll just have to fucking fooey go I mean, zoom zoom and hope for the best. Do we pretend like we don't know? Like we don't know what's going on? Just casual? Like we're just here to get to the planet and do some things or well, Astrid Astrid was on the footage. He, he knows our connection and that's our weakness. Ah, shit. He, he does know. our Yeah. He might, he might also feel if he's not completely evil, he might feel like he still owes Astrid something. So maybe he'll let us go in to save her. Or maybe he'll think we'll just die and he wants that and he'll let us go. Also, weren't the Sarkeesians large? Are they Sarkeesians? Give me a culture check. Oh, don't the Sarkeesians have wings? Oh, that's a nat 20 right there. You can see, uh, despite being in uniform, that knowing, seeing, seeing the Sarkezians on the Ark, yeah, these look like Sarkezian mercs. Hmm. Cadrical's eyes. We've been spending so much time talking about Penny and Azim, we forgot about Cadrical's eyes. Oh shit! You're right. Oh. The third party that's been beh- been involved in this big old stew of evil that we've got brewing. And you also know that, like, the the Goop Sinonans on Yusuron used a Sharkrilla. Yeah. It's been Kadrick. We know nothing about Kadrickal eyes. I mean, as soon as, as soon as the name Penny came up, it kind of took all our focus, you know? Haven't forgotten. I just... They weren't involved in the last... We didn't know thing, they were involved. I think. Unless they were. Um, okay. Okay. Re- rehash. What do we know about Cadrical Eyes? Nothing, yeah. really. Cadrical was a dead god, is that correct? To refresh everyone's mind, because it has been a bit since we've talked about it, Cadrical uh, was a god that he's known as the covetous god. And what ended up happening was he fell so in love with his people and became so obsessed with protecting them that he essentially created a, like... Prison? Yeah, around his his people. It was... It, a means of, of protecting them so that no one could come in, no one could leave, and it was just him looking after his people. Uh, however, he felt so safe that he ended up falling into a sort of like perpetual slumber. And what that meant was he imprisoned all these people. Once the, the sort of like barrier left, a lot of people got the fuck out and they're like, this is our chance to leave. But there's still people who believe that like, his his uh, protection was a a, a, a bounty a, a boon a, a you know it was it was a good thing so there still are people out there who um try to lure people back into his into his protection but Cadrigal's eyes seems to be a off splinter of sort of that philosophy um and it seems to be a person who was uh, he had contacted Gregerton uh and was using uh back channels to steal his research essentially to create bioweapons and that was the the two things it was the the hybrid animals and also uh being able to use those abilities on people uh and that was what uh that was what Cadrical's eyes was doing on the arc do we have any reason to think of why they would be on Sonotus Prime right now well they want this war to happen for yeah, some I- reason they were there when the, you know, on Usuron with the Shark Rilla. So they, they want this to happen. I guess to me it implies that they want something there. They made sure they landed first, right? Yeah. So we, we've always thought there's something on Sononis Prime that somebody wants. We've, we've, had, we've talked about that before. Yeah. But we just don't know what or why. Okay. So Cadrical's Eyes wants something there, I believe. Whether it's 
something to do. Like, we have, like, five different villains right now where we've got to deal with. We've got Azin, Mazo, and Cadrigal's Eyes as, like, the three name bad guys. We didn't even see Azin last arc either. Who knows what the fuck he's up to? Oh, definitely dead. Plant yeah, blew he got up. blown up on Usuro. I don't believe it. I don't believe <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's I would never uh, believe that. <laughs> Your smile gives you away, dude. A uh, part of me, my initial thought was that the Valai were the original people captured by Gadrical, and then they finally got out and started doing good stuff, and then he woke up and was like, oh, they're gone now, and they're all dead, and now I'm pissed. Um, but I don't think that's true, because I think Gadrical doesn't give a fuck. If their whole goal is to get people either back into or keep them at Cadrigal's planet, maybe all they're looking for is the power to do so. Yeah, we have all we know, like the connection to the actual faith, all we have is the name. So I wouldn't put too much thought into it being a, like a fanatical thing yet until we're proven otherwise. That's fair. Um, until there's like some kind of like slobbery priest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All we know is that this person works in the shadows and is using Sarkarian. Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. Are using Sarkeesian mercs to do a lot of their dirty work. Um, okay. I guess, are we up for calling Decker or do we just want to do something stupid? I guess we have two options, and that is gun it to the planet or talk to it and gun it to the and planet. I feel like gunning yeah. it to the planet. Like, those ships are so big. We look like yeah. little itty bitty ships next to that. So we either gun it to the planet and surprise them or warn yeah. them that we're about to gun it to the planet. I'm pretty sure that one fires missiles as big as our ship. Yes. Uh, you're yes. correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so are we looking at like a 360 coverage here, Dane, of ships? I don't know, like, tactically, probably, but uh, cinematically, no. I'm imagining sort of, like, they're all sort of on, like, a crest of, like, or one arc of a pl- the planet, and then the, the Ministry of Defense is, like, on the other side. And it's just sort of, like, them staring at each other. Um, sh- short check. Yeah? You're an illusion magic man now, right? <gasps> oh. I, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Could you make the whole ship invisible? Damn. I mean, like it was, it was kind of impressive when I did it with the chest, but I guess I could, I could try. We're gonna make a phone call, so you have got a little bit to think on that, um, and I'll support you with some of my own Solarian juice if that helps at all. Um, but that's just something we might have to attempt. <laughs> Can't say that to a teenager, yeah, Jesus. my Solarian juice. <laughs> um, Wait, how old is Short Jack? Short Jack's like seventeen. Okay, well. I'm on a list. Merrick's like 18 or 19 or something. Like, once again, Merrick is not <laughs> that. can't be that young. Hey, no, I refuse. Well. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, his programage is for teens. So he <laughs> left when he was a teen, and it's only been like two or three years. So he's Jesus. like 20. He's your your 20. tribe and the desert has just aged you. By, you feel hey, 40 to me. To make sure that the Azen stuff isn't bad, I'm going to say you have to be at least like in your 20s. <laughs> okay, I'm 22. <laughs> I'm 22 years old. Or we could make as an extra bad. Just saying. Oh no! <laughs> Taking advantage of a minor—that's pretty bad. Now, are we winning double best villain, or are we getting best villain award stripped from us? Okay. Um, so we have just to jump past all of that. Um, so yeah, short Jack. Think about all your family's history. Go into a meditation. Get ready just in case. All right. Like I taught you. You see him, once again, you hear him, like, just tear off down through the ship and then, like, rummage around in his room for things. Oh, yeah. Because gravity was his thing anyway, right? Um, yeah, or he a- seemed to have a, a natural proclivity towards the graviton side of things. There are definitely graviton abilities that do invisibility. Come on, short check. Let's go. Do we just start easy and say that we were given a permit to land and that we're just 
running it by him so no one shoots us why even call tucker we can just call like you know the people who are in charge of like who comes and goes from the planet just like oh we have permit to land we're all good just yeah, go they in. have no reason the reason i'm thinking uh calling him is because he seems like he knows ashford's there and he knows how we care about her and i think he owes her a little bit after what happened before he felt bad at the very least so I'm just thinking if the off chance is anything good in this guy, we can guilt him into letting us get by somehow. Or we play both sides against each other and no one will want to break the stalemate just for us. Yeah. So I think we have to like systematically figure out how we're going to lay our cards down. Step one, call Decker. Yes. Step if two. it goes wrong, patch in a Sonoma commander. Okay. Step three, profit. Uh, well, okay. Step two was going to be let him know about the Sarkeesian invasion he probably doesn't know about. Okay. Um, okay. I'll bet he does know. Well, that means he's a bad, bad man, and then we can just put him on our to-do with list. To-do? I'm trying not to say murder. I pull out the to-do with list and see yes. how it's... <laughs> and getting ready to write on it before we make this call. Are you going to give him your, your juice? <laughs> yeah. oh, who, who else is on our to-do with list? All right, let's make the call. Let's do it. Let's just go. <laughs> All right. I Yeah. Uh, connect me to our last connection with Duggar. Decker? Duggar? Duggar? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've written down. Um, Guys, I think this I've, is our worst episode for names yet. I, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I find it endearing. Okay. Yeah. You, you reach out to uh, Decker, who has given you his sort of like number because he, he offered to help in, in uh, hopes to make up for the fact that like the, that your buddies were killed as far as he knows he doesn't know they're alive yeah oh we can use that use that oh uh, yeah as far as he knows he doesn't know that that your crew survived so yeah uh there's a brief moment of connecting and then uh an answer and it is decker but he's not in his office he's on a ship uh and he says ah the persistence um what can i do for you you know why we're calling decker yes i suppose you've seen the footage of astrid Correct. Yes, I, I assumed that it was only a matter of time before you uh, came for her. Surely you understand that the situation is not as simple as a, uh, a rescue mission, though. Well, we just want to get her. Everything else is not our problem right now. Right, but um, you understand that if we, the Federation, let a independent vessel enter into a currently militarized zone... Um, that would be seen as an act of aggression. We have a landing permit. From Sonona's Prime? Yes. Uh, you see he, like, stops for a second and is doing sort of, like, bureaucracy, like, math in his head. And he says, well, I, I suppose if you have a landing permit, then uh, you would be able to get through their blockade. I do not know how well I can convince our side, however, to simply let a civilian vessel through. What's it gonna take? A guarantee that you get Astrid back safely. Of course. If you can promise that, the brass will have no option. We can't go in and rescue her ourselves, and she is a, a leader and a figurehead amongst the Federation of Councils, so it would be seen as a win to retrieve her and her assistant. We have connections uh, that I'm not gonna go into details about, but we have a good line on how to contact and find her. Let them know that we're the best chance they've got of getting her back without turning this into a full-scale war. Okay. Um, give me a brief moment, and let me see what I can do. And you get put on hold. We really need a goop detecting device or something, you know? Um, can we 
do you think now would be a good time to ask him why Astrid's on Sonoda's Prime, or do you, do you think he would even know? I'm, yeah, it's, I think it's worth bringing up if we get the chance. Because I'm trying to think whether or not we should bring up the Sarkeesians. Like, I'm leaning towards no. At this point, it's going too well. Yeah. The uh, screen comes back, and Decker is finishing a conversation with someone and turns around and says, We have greenlit you to break our blockade, but we need to let you know that you will receive no assistance from the Ministry of Defense. When you are on that planet, you are alone and acting as an independent contractor. If you get into trouble, no one will come for you. That's how it's been the whole time for us, Decker. So why was she gone? Who sent her, Decker, before we go down? I wish I knew. But as you previously saw, Astrid and I, our relationship is icy at best. So she didn't exactly keep me in the loop of what she was up to. But whatever reason she has, it must be a good one to take such a personal risk. I believe that she may be the key to make sure that this war does not turn bloody. All right. Stay away from anything silver, Decker. What? I'm trying to think if Decker knows about the... Uh, he must... Yeah, no, he would know about the liquid oh, by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, he nods and says, I wish you good luck, and I'm sorry that I once again cannot do as much as I'd like. One last thing, Decker. There's a third party involved, and I just cut the channel. <laughs> <laughs> he just calls back. He's like, hello? <laughs> Oh, we got disconnected. I don't know what's up. <laughs> what did you say? A third party? While they're talking, I want to go over to Durin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's getting mission ready. He's This is probably the most focused you've ever, you always see him, like, right before going down. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but all this has me worried, and Astrid and Thimble being down there without talking to us doesn't make any sense. We've checked that the Sarkeesian footage hasn't been doctored, but we haven't checked that hers hasn't been I believe we did, didn't we? Did we? No. I don't think we did. Can we just... Can you Can you look at it just to stop me going crazy? Because I can't help but feel like we're being... People know they're important to us. Feels like Could. we're being drawn into a trap or something. You're not wrong. Um, let's pull up that footage. Maybe you're rubbing off on me. No, good. That's that's the type of sense we want. I was like, pat you on the on the back. It's like, good, good. Let's get the footage. That's, that's what we need. Can we check it, Dane? Yeah, absolutely. Computers? Um, computers will help determine if it's doctored or fake. I'm gonna help. Ooh. Getting all my good rolls out early. What That's, What was your help? It's a 28 to help. Fantastic. That puts us at a 30. Cool. Once again, you can tell that this footage is not doctored. There is, this is authentic footage. Um, if you want to, like, deep, because you guys didn't really investigate the footage, you're mm-hmm. welcome to to do other checks if you want to try to discern any more information here. I'll do a perception, I guess. Yeah. Oh, of course. There we go. Uh, 17 perception. Uh, with 17, I, I will. you're able to sort of like go through frame by frame. And now that you're like actually picking it apart, you see that they are being, um, they're, they're being escorted once again. Uh, it's them, or sorry, it's like uh, two guards at the front, them uh, with two guards on either side of them. And then behind them is Catherine's brother. Uh, and they're being escorted down this uh, this like long walk towards a, a a fairly imposing building. Are they cuffed? Wait, uh, is the building something that uh, Kathan recognizes? Just to make sure, I'm just making sure everything is like legit. Kathan looks over and he says, "Yeah, that certainly looks like a detention facility of some okay. sort." Um, and to answer your question, Merrick, uh, you'll have to give me a perception check. It's hard to see, 
the footage is is blurry and like shot from a distance uh and it cody did not roll high enough to determine uh 24 that is high enough to notice that they are not restrained yeah all right they're not they're okay i'm worried that while we were gone they got gooped and they were sent there and they're being controlled and it's part of you know what, what an easy way to get someone you know on the planet that's a death sentence, so I'm going to assume that they have not been gooped. But they don't, I don't want to live in that world. Yeah, it's a it's a very real possibility, Captain. Well, we've been working on a goop detector, right? How's that coming along? Considering it was Short Jack who was working on it, it, it not great. You know, he he did get like ascend to royalty and all. Like it's it's been a busy like month. Yeah, he has oh, a lot of free time. Oh, I know. I've had so many holes in me. But uh, him and, and Zelfus are working on it, but they've they've got a lot going on, but it, currently not complete. Okay, well, let's go, I guess. Cody, I, I like this new paranoia you have. Keep it up. My brain is sad a lot of the time now. It comes with it. It's okay. You'll get used to it. We're terrible people. Yes, we are. <laughs> As you guys are chatting and talking, the floor of your ship uh, disappears. Uh, and then it flickers back in and you hear oh. from in the bar. Did that work? Did something happen? Yeah, oh that sort of works, Short Jack. Keep Dear on practicing, God, Short buddy. Jack. We might not need it, but practice just in case of an emergency. Okay. That was scary. And I don't even need to breathe. And you just see like every now and then like a part of the ship will flicker and become invisible. It's got to look great as we're going through the blockade. <laughs> Walcott's out with Zelfus in the shower, like, oh, <laughs> can he shower with his goop just wash away? Yeah, I guess. No, he's more like a gel. It's like viscous enough that the water yeah. just, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if more stuff it. sticks to him, actually, so he has to shower more. You yeah. Know? <laughs> he's like accidentally cleaning the ship when he wanders around. <laughs> yeah. What's the, sh- is it the shticky that does that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just sticky material. All right. <laughs> Hey, right, let's get on planet, boys. <laughs> We're so on. <laughs> We're having right. a weird day. Yeah, it's a weird day. Sorry, Dade. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that smile. He loves it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, you guys have, uh, you will have to contact the Sononan, like landing authority to get cleared. But right now, the Ministry of Defense will not fire at you. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly. It takes one gooped person to just ruin that up. Well. Let's do it. Looking at Cody. You're the pilot. Well, we got to call them first, Merrick. Patch me through. Catherine, please come stand near me. Yeah, and Catherine, um, you notice that he uh, he drops his glamour, so he does appear Sinonin. Uh And then uh, what you get is not a person. It is a automated, like, screen. Oh, no. and Operator. It, Operator. It, <laughs> just, hit zero, just hit zero a ton? It it opens up and it's literally just a very succinct like enter in your permit code and when you you enter it in it goes to like you know Cody's just like Kathan's brother Kathan's brother <laughs> uh, it goes to like a little loading screen as it checks and then it like it it's like you know checking designation checking ship blah 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 the persistence pops up and like the ship details all pop up and it just says like you know cleared for landing and then a timer. And that is how long you have to land. All right. Everyone at stations and tell me if a missile's coming our way, I guess. I can't help but feel like we're driving right between the two lines of ships. <laughs> You're just like floating through like no man's land in between the two. I hate Whoa. it, but 
And we're um, so little. We're, we're so, so small, little in comparison. So small. The second you break through the Ministry of Defense line, you get target locked by hundreds, thousands of ships. Just keep course. Just keep course. I'm driving so slowly. We're on a time limit, Cody. Then you notice that the Ministry of Defense also locks onto your ship. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that's, that's all good. That's every all good. like every single light that we have in the ship is on, and like we've run out, so they all start flickering. Sure, Jack, don't don't do a camo yet. Don't just stop practicing. Not right yeah. now. <laughs> Nobody do anything. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, Jack is smart enough to know that. Like now that you guys are moving, he's not. He's he's there like in the cockpit with you. Jenny, turn off the microwave just in case. <laughs> Everyone pretty much is in the the cockpit. This is a pretty tense yeah. moment, and they want oh my to God. see. The air is so thick; like we're all sweating. Like you know, like, no one's making a sound. All you can hear is like a sweat fall off Merrick's face and hit the top of his chair. Yeah, you're about halfway through the blockade or the like the no man's land, the space in between the two sides. What do you think it would take if I sneezed and like jerked a little to the left? Would that be it? What do you think? Just fly confidently. <laughs> we belong here, right? Aye, aye. I'm starting to think the party's not gonna happen, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how you make the best surprise party, Zelfus. Everyone, stay confident. We've got this. From behind you, you see four of the Archons, which were those big mechs, uncloak and are now moving to the front of the vanguard of the uh, Ministry of Defense line. And they're just watching. But they're there, um, including... Uh, Sevdrepka's mech, which was the woman that escorted you onto Theron when you surrendered. Don't worry, Zelfus. We'll find another way to recuperate. You used that one already. Can I not reuse them? No. I thought I'd just do it to give you time because you're still on zero. I'm busy. <laughs> uh, he storms out of the room. You guys have made it into... You start crossing through the Sononan line and... You see just how imposing their ships are as you get closer. They are expertly crafted. The amount of weapon arrays on some of them, you notice that, like, the whole port side of some of these long, sort of, like, slender, almost, like, blimp-like ships is one big weapon. And uh, give me engineering or piloting checks to sort of, like, discern some of these, what these ships do. I'll do engineering. Um, I got a 31. Cool. Cool. I got a 27. Cool. Cody, you know these ships are uh, what are called torpedoes, and they are essentially ships that are built to withstand extreme collision. And what they do is they fucking just gun it. They're incredibly fast and incredibly agile, and they fly into ships. Just like one big spear. Yeah, if they don't pierce through and explode the ship as is, uh, Durin, you see this long, sort of like one long weapon array on Mm -hmm. both the sides. Uh, That unleashes a pure beam of energy that is almost as long as the ship. So as they pierce through it, they activate that and sort of bisect in two different directions. through The one that they're piercing through the ship and then the starboard and port side that end up shooting a beam of light that goes completely through the ship lengthwise, if not destroying the ship, mostly killing almost all the crew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This Put is that a, on my Christmas list. This wow. is a a like prime killing tool, and one of the reasons why they were so effective against the swarm. 
and this is like their vanguard you're passing through and like it takes a while to these ships are so fucking big that like you are flying by this thing for like a good like two minutes man it like they definitely like outpace the ministry in their like just their strict war tech don't they oh yeah yeah 100 percent. like i said like, like the ministry, ministry defense doesn't play, really stand a chance they're playing catch-up more or less interesting so the Sonodans are the Americans, if the Americans are independent from the world. Yes, okay. yes. Who <laughs> spend insane amounts of money on this shit, yeah. Yeah, and you just, you go through, and then you see sort of, like, dreadnoughts, and then you see uh, a bunch of cruisers. You see their back line are these small, nimble fighters that look almost like a, a star uh, shape with their weapon arrays in points behind them, and they are meant to essentially just outpace all of their enemies, fly in front of them, and then unleash a barrage from in front. It's scary. It's it's a lot of of realizing just how strong and imposing the Sononan army is. Um, and then you break through their line, uh, or the, the back of them, and you begin entering into Sononis Prime. You are still being targeted by uh, Sononis, or the Sononans, but not the Ministry of Defense anymore. I feel like we're in trouble. No, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. I was... I was more worried about uh, Sononan when all this was going down, but now I'm more concerned about the the ministry at this point. It feels like when me and Alpha would would break something valuable and and Maze would be be angry, but he hadn't found out yet, or he hadn't found us yet if we were hiding. This is what it feels like. You guys are beginning to see the landscape of uh, Sononan's prime. It is harsh. There's, it's like plains of rock uh, and cold uh, snowdrift. Like, the whole planet looks like it's almost in grayscale. The trees themselves are these uh, large, skinny, coniferous trees. They stand, like, stories, stories tall, somehow defying the odds and surviving in a, a climate where you don't even see, like, soil. It is just rock and like shelves and sheets of it. Um, but these roots are bursting up and breaking through uh, the slate. In the distance, uh, you see a city and there is a huge palace uh, that sits at the center of it with um, these curved dome tops that have been painted uh, in a like or, or seems to be maybe a mosaic of different colored tiles and that is sort of the only burst of color you see in the landscape but you're currently flying over a a forest and you get a notification that you are being targeted from a whole new set of anti-air uh, weapons Great. from the city I love, like, the second the Federation dip off and, like, half the lights go away, I'm like, phew. And there's like, do 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 they all just fill back up again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bring us down slowly. Um, and so as you do... Find out if the party's about to happen. Yeah, you are meant to uh, rendezvous outside of the city with a small force of Sononan soldiers to surrender. And there is a uh, small sort of, like, outpost with a landing pad uh, and a couple buildings and you put down the persistence uh, easily, you know, no no trouble. And as you get to a certain altitude, you realize that you are no longer being targeted by anything. And as you place it down, you see a couple of Sononan soldiers walking out. All right, we're going to surrender. That's the plan. Everyone, be listen to what they say. Be polite. Be courteous. Just so I know, because when we, when we pitched the idea for the landing permit, what was our purpose 
for being here. Being a tavern, right? Okay, that yeah. was it. That's it was just bead tavern. Just do some missions for Sinone and Prime. All good, right? That's yeah. Okay, just making sure. Want to get my story straight? The Sinone soldiers are wearing these tight black sort of like operative suits with uh, silver steel uh, plating and armor. Uh, they have helmets on. Once again, they are these uh, sheer black reflective masks that have a silver edge going over into the front, almost like Merrick's face mask. They look almost like flight helmets that then have tubes that go around and connect into the, the back of their suit. Um, and there is holes at the top for their horns. Um, but give me some perception checks. Okay. Definitely Sarkeesians. I got 22. 25. Great. Uh, that is both of that is enough to know that okay. uh, two things: mm-hmm. these Sinonans don't have horns, and the uniforms look a little tight because they are large. But the permit was legit. I don't. They're they've been infiltrated, and I guess, Captain, we can't just we can't what just shoot f- them, right? What the fuck is happening? Okay, everyone, we're gonna do a, we're gonna have our own surprise party in a little bit. So let's be prepared for that. Don't give up your weapon until you sort of have to. Wait for my signal and we'll play it by ear, okay? Why don't we invite yeah. them on the ship and then we just throw them in the cryo chamber? Uh, Captain Sinonans have their own language, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay, when we get out there, try speaking Sinonan with them. And if they fumble right away, we fire. You can see he doesn't love the idea, but it's not that it's a bad idea. There's something else happening. What? What's what, up? What are you thinking, Captain? Nothing. It's fine. You know this planet. You know everyone on this here way better than any of us ever do. So you have to speak your mind. Whatever's on it is important, vital information. I'm just not the biggest fan of this look. Of us killing Sarkeesian mercs pretending to be Sinonans? No. And he points to himself. No, you can hide it then if you'd like. No, even if he hides himself, it'll make it even more surprising and might catch them off guard more quickly. I think it's going to be helpful. We'll say you're a translator. Durin, why don't we get you up on top of the ship with your cloaking device providing Overwatch while we make this meet? No, I, um, it's a potentially good idea, but right now I just, I don't know what this is going to look like. Like, this could just be all's good, but probably not, I guess. Well, if it's not good. Last thing we need is for it to be, uh, like, every, this is all normal and fine, and like, oh, look, there's the, why do you have a sniper on your ship? That's why you used your cloaking device. Yeah, but then we have to wait for Duran to come down and join us. Like, yeah, let's let's just do hey, this. Let's talk. Let's go then. You're you're the captain. All right. Uh, cool. You guys are going outside. Yeah. yeah. Just the three of us and Catherine. That was going to be my question: was who you wanted to bring with you? Okay, great. The three of you and Catherine uh, head outside. Um, the port drops down. You walk out, and the two uh, Sinonan soldiers uh, stand. And one of them raises their gun, and the other one says, Am I right? Let me see your landing permit authorization. I hold it up. Uh, he's got a like device that uh, looks like it would fit that same sort of like card reader thing. Um, and he walks over to you and uh, grabs it, puts it in, and it begins authenticating. Um, and then Catherine sort of like gives you guys a look to see if that like you want him to to speak Sinonan. Yes. Captain, yeah. I'm leaving it to you. Um, Catherine, I want to be polite. How do I say hello again? Catherine says it in Sinonan. And and you uh, to the guy, Arthur King, the and um, how do I say goodbye? Or how are you? Sorry, how are you? How do I say how are you? 
Um, he says something, and uh, when you glance over to Cathan, he shakes his head. Okay, I want to do a perception of the surrounding area. I want to like before we get into this, I want to see if I can look at a town behind us to see if I can see signs of of an invasion, damage. I'm just looking for one more piece of evidence to make it go time. I'm looking for the snipers in the distance. If only we had one. I made the I made the call. I believe was right. Twenty eight. I'm gonna help with a twenty five. Thirty seven. Cool. Oh, Jesus. Thirty seven definitely reveals that there are uh, two people currently attempting to hide. They are actively trying not to be seen on the roof of the outpost. And you can also see that there is uh, a couple people in the building as well. And then you can see that there is someone circling around one of the other buildings trying to get to the persistence. And how many are right in front of us? There's two in front of you. Okay. The ones that uh, that are hiding are not in Sononan gear. You can clearly see that they are Sarkezian. Catherine, I want to be polite again. How do I say surprise, motherfucker? And I go into Photomo <laughs> and I just swing. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to determine. No, I don't think you get a surprise round because I think in Starfinder, they have to be unaware of you. He yes. also announced it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how Merrick does stuff. He, Come on. He used his surprise round and announced the surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Roll me some initiative, boys. Hello friends, Space GM Dane here to do the things. First and foremost, we hope you are enjoying the episode. We have things to talk about, sponsors, and and all that good stuff that we got to do here. Uh, Also, some really exciting news. So if you skip this, don't. Stay tuned. We got something for you. Second, this week has been sponsored by Zencaster. I talked about it before, but Zencaster is the whole reason that you're hearing this show. Uh, We have dudes all over our lovely country. We have Ryan is across on the other end, the East Coast. Terry lives in another city. Niall and I are the only two people who live in the same city. It would be very difficult to do the show if it wasn't for something like Zencaster. It is a all-in-one podcasting studio where we can all just jump on. We record the show. We don't have to worry about backups or losing any progress because even with a slow connection, you've got crystal clear audio quality and backups that are saved on site. Zencaster makes it incredibly easy for us to get together, record the show. It is stress-free. It's worry-free. It makes the whole experience very easy. In fact, I'm recording this break in my studio, which is a closet, as you know. And then I'm going to literally walk into my living room where I edit the show and download the files all from there. I don't need to do any transferring. It's all right there. You can access them on any computer as long as you just log into your account. Using Zencaster is now super easy to record a podcast. Log in using any browser, start recording a high quality podcast episode right away. Record studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure that you always have your recording in the highest quality, even if your connection is unstable. If you've ever thought of starting your own podcast and then realized that you need a bunch of tools and services and platforms well those days are over zencaster is an all-in-one podcasting platform you can create your podcast all in one place and then distribute to spotify apple and other major destinations go to zencaster.com that's z-e-n-c-a-s-t-r.com slash pricing and use our code no quest and you'll get 30 percent off the first month of any zencaster paid plan once again, that is Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code NOQUEST 
and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experience that we do for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Also, with Christmas just around the corner, which is crazy to say because it doesn't feel like the year has gone that far yet, but Christmas is uh, creeping. It's creeping up on us. And if you're looking for a excellent gift for the uh, TTRPG player in your life, or maybe just a little something to spoil yourself with, we've got an excellent offer from our friends over at Misty Mountain Gaming to save yourself 10% off the entire store for all of your holiday shopping needs. Head on over to MistyMountainGaming.com, browse to your content, find an incredible dice set or a cool accessory, whatever you want, and then use our code NOQUEST10 at checkout to save yourself 10% off. Once again, that is NOQUEST10 at MistyMountainGaming.com to save 10% off anything in the store. And finally, the exciting announcement. Uh, We're going to be at PAX Unplugged this year uh, at the beginning of... December. We are doing something there. We aren't allowed to say what yet as of this release, but we will be mentioning it and announcing it as soon as we are allowed to. And the best place to stay up to date with these kind of things is on our Discord. So head on over to noquestcast.com, click the Discord link. You'll be invited in. You'll be welcomed in. You'll be part of a kick-ass community. I know I say it, but I absolutely mean it. And we will do announcements when we can do our announcement uh, for what we're doing at PAX. I will say keep your Friday open if you're going. Also, if there's a a group of you guys going and you are interested in uh, maybe meeting up or doing a meet and greet and and saying hello, we can try to coordinate something. We'll do that once again in the Discord. So if you'll be at PAX Unplugged this year and you want to say hello and we would love to say hello to you, uh, join the Discord and we'll figure out something that works and we'll maybe try to do a little meet and greet. And finally, if you'd like to support the show, please consider heading on over to our Patreon. We are currently doing a giveaway uh, until November 30th, until the end of the month, where all new and existing Patreon members on any of the paid tiers will be entered into a draw to win $100 and $50 at Misty Mountain Gaming. I already talked about holiday shopping over at Misty Mountain, so why not get a sweet little gift card for your purchase to kickstart your spending? Once again, all you gotta do is be a new or existing Patreon member on any of the paid tiers, and you will be entered immediately and automatically into a draw, which we will be announcing after November. That's it for this week, friends. We hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Five Gyms in a Trench Coat. Excuse me? Yeah? What's that? You want to know what five gems in a trench coat is? Let us tell you. It's the adhesive that keeps the fragile pieces of my sanity together. Well, okay, Jesse, what it actually is, is a narrative-driven TTRPG actual play where five friends take turns weaving stories through the tabletop game of their choice. Of their choice? Each season? Each season. That's pretty cool. I disagree. Oh. I feel it's the adhesive. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you guys aren't all in a trench coat? No, we're definitely in a trench coat. How, how does that work? Get her. Before I'm caught, you can check out Five Games in a Trench Coat just about anywhere you get your podcasts, or you can check out our website at fivegamesinatrenchcoat.com. Oh my god, they really are all in a trench coat. Oh, I, yeah, Nile, I wish I took that ability that let me use my words as a weapon. Even though oh. it doesn't seem that good, it seems so on flavor. It's for just Eric. so on flavor. Well, I guess Cody's also surprised because I didn't roll great. <laughs> I didn't roll great either. Uh, mine's not great either. You're in the 30s, aren't you? No, no, it's actually not great. <laughs> oh, I thought you were being 
cheeky. All right, what uh, what'd you get? I got a twelve. Okay. I also got a twelve. Oh, hey, better than you all. I got a seventeen. Uh, who wants to go first between you and Merrick? I'll get Merrick. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, they're all gonna go first. We all just die here in this landing field. There are two attacks coming for Cody and uh, Merrick. Actually, no, I think these two attacks are coming right for Merrick. That is a 32 EAC. 32 EAC, I believe, is going to do it, yeah. Okay, and that's a 31 EAC. Yep, that will both hit. Uh, You take, uh, from the first shot, 17 points of damage of fire damage. Uh, and then the second shot, uh, these are coming from the snipers on the roof. You take another 19 points of fire damage as these sort of like pinpoint placed shots just go off in just like a bang, bang. And you take two just dead center in the chest. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> two more people run out of the building and they're also going to take two attacks this time targeting Cody. Uh, that is a... 33 EAC. Uh, yep, that'll do it. That one is going to miss, because your AC is 29, right? EAC? Yeah. No, 28. Either way, it's it's low 20s, so it's not going to hit you. Uh, you take 21 points of fire damage for the first shot. Cool. The two guys in front of you, they both pull out grenades and throw them at all four of you. Oh, God. So you're all going to have to give me a reflex save, please. What the f- <laughs> Oh, nat 20. Sweet. <laughs> I got a 25. My highest save, and I wasted a 20 on it. <laughs> we haven't done combat in so long, I have to remember where all my stuff is. Um, that's going to be a 21. Okay. Uh, Y'all succeed. So, during you're going to take no damage. Okay. Uh, the boys, you're going to take half damage. You guys take six points of piercing damage. Oh, you know that's not all that goes through. Uh, and then you take uh, an additional nine points of piercing damage. You notice not all that goes through. don't have to say that every time you take damage. But I shall. (laughs) All right. That is their turn. Um, You see two more other guards come out of the building, and they're using their whole round to close in on you. Okay. Uh, And then you lose sight of the dude who was sneaking around the back. Oh, there's too many things happening. (laughs) It is Durin's turn. Cool. All right. So to give you a a landscape, a a view of what's happening right now, you have two guards in front of you. They just fucking hucked grenades at you. Um, You see that there are two other um, sort of like ground boys coming out of the building. There was a dude you saw sneaking around the back. You don't see him anymore. Uh, There's two snipers on the roof of the outpost and then two snipers on the ground as well. Okay, okay, okay. So many boys. There's there's a lot of boys. Total of nine boys right now. Holy shit. Okay, cool. Uh, All right. Since I'm the one that has more range, I'm going to focus on the snipers. Yeah, just pull out my my sniper rifle. Just go into a kneeling position. And the ones that came out of the building that are on the ground, how far away are they, would you say? Uh, They're about like 60 feet. 60 feet? Oh, okay. Okay. What about the ones in the building? How far away are they? Would you say? Uh, they're they're not much further. They're just like a, a little bit further back on top of the building. So I'd say like 80 feet. Oh, oh all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, taking aim at the ones on the building, I think is where I'm going to start. And I'm going to take a shot. Okay. Are you trick attacking or just shooting? Uh, it's just a sniper rifle. I don't, you can't trick oh, attack with them. Right. And they're too far for my range of my pistol anyway. So um, not great, I guess. 
a little awkward uh, with a 14 uh, to hit one of them. Does not hit. Yeah, I guess that's my turn for now. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else to do, because I guess pulling out the gun would have been a move, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. That's very short turn. <laughs> that's okay. it for me. Merrick, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to go on my comms and say, Short Jack, Selfish Jenny, this one trying to approach the ship from the rear. See if you can spot him with the cameras. Okay, we got it. I'm going to go for the guy right in front of me. My first attack is going to be 21 KAC. Uh, that hits. Uh, 36 points of damage um, is higher, so 23 KAC. Oh, yeah. Uh, 37 points of damage. God damn. How far is Cody away from me? Cody's like right beside you, I will say, if you want. Okay. Then I will not set everything on fire. <laughs> you can tell me where you want me. How does what? What do you do? How do you how do you start this this combat off? Okay, so once again, he's just he knows we're outnumbered, so it's just being about as clinical as possible. So he's just going for vitals. He's being quick. He's trying to observe the surround. Like this is a terrain Merrick's sort of used to, you know, barren. So he's trying to just keep his eyes on everyone else. Think about what else is happening while he's just being very efficient with his attacks. Do you see this guy's not well? <laughs> it is your turn, Cody. All right. Uh, double attack. I'm going to start by hitting the guy Merrick was fighting. Okay. Ooh, so close to a crit. That's a 35 to hit. Yeah. Yes, oh, sorry, absolutely. 31 because. It, yeah. Uh, 30 points of damage. Uh, yeah. He takes that hard and you can tell that he is hanging on by a thread. No, I should have. I should have done cleave. Damn it! I forgot I had that. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to. I guess I'm just going to hit him again. Oh yeah, that's also very good. Uh, twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, this time twenty nine points of damage. Uh, yep, he is dead. How do you finish him? As like Merrick comes in, like cuts twice across him. I, like, come in with an uppercut and, like, crack his head up in the air, spin my hammer around, and then come down on his skull and just, like, crush him to the ground. Yeah, the guy who's standing beside him, like, recoils a little bit as just, like, blood just sprays all over him. Uh, It is... I look at him and I say, you're next. (laughs) The way you say that's so much scarier. It is the sniper's turn. Actually, no, sorry, it's Catherine's turn. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was there. He takes a shot off and he's going to hit... Uh, yeah, he takes a guarded step back, uh, pulls out his pistol, um, spins the chamber, and you see it like begin like spinning, and it just keeps spinning and gets faster and faster and faster and faster. And you see this electrical charge builds up, uh, and he takes a shot off and he hits for twenty two points of damage to the guy beside you, Merrick. And you see that the the chamber is still spinning, and although a lot of that energy energy was was used in that shot, it is still it's still building. It is the sniper's turn. So there's going to be four attacks coming. The two on the roof have switched targets and are now aiming at Durin. Sweet. It's for the best. That's a natural one. Cool. Break that weapon. You see uh, one of them it has lined up a shot. And then yeah. in the distance, you see him look down and then like look at his gun. And then <laughs> it's like clearing a jam out of it. The other one, however, is a 28 EAC. Yeah, yep, that'll definitely do it. Okay, 10. Uh, you take 15 points of fire damage. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then the two snipers rush up to some uh, crates, brace their guns, and are going to take a shot each at Cody and Merrick. Uh, that's going to miss Merrick, and that is a 28 EAC. Which would hit, except for the fact that... Oh, damn, that's a waste of a nat 20. 
Uh, I use my reaction to deflect projectiles. And uh, as the guy in front of me dies, I see your man lining up the shot. And I swing my hammer and I just hit it out of the air. You hear the one guy go, what the? What the fuck? Uh, uh, All right, cool. Then that is the snipers go. Um, Now it's just three of the ground commanders. Uh, So the two finish their their move and come in and uh, get on either side of the two of you guys. Um, So you are going to be taking... uh, Merrick, you're going to take two attacks. Uh, Cody, you'll be taking one. Actually, no, sorry. The guy doesn't need to move. So he's going to be taking two attacks on Merrick. That is a 27k CP. Not do it. Okay. Uh, It's lower. That is a crit. All right. That one will hit. (laughs) Yeah. That one does it. You see as uh, the dude in front of you watches his buddy get uh, absolutely fucking smushed by Cody. um, He pulls the trigger on the handle of his blade and the teeth on the outside of it begins spinning like a chainsaw. uh, And he just drives it into the side of you. And then uh, presses it the trigger even harder, and you just see this like plume of smoke and the smell of gasoline as you're as he just begins digging his uh, chainsaw sword into you or buzz blade. Uh, you take twenty nine points of damage as he's trying to like drag his sword across your stomach, trying to just cut you in half. That's like the worst kind of hit Merrick can do. So Merrick just looks at him and like. Is that it? That's the best you've got? And then it's a 32 KAC against you, Cody. Yeah. That's 12 points of slashing damage. Not all of it goes through. Great. That, I believe, is everyone on the ship. You hear Shortjack go, um, yeah, I I got him. He's, uh, he's under the ship right now. Can you guys do anything about that? Uh, you hear on the, the comm, Jenny say, I'll deal with him. And then... Selfish, go with her. Okay. Hey, Jenny? It's Sarkeesians. Enjoy it. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, And then (laughs) this round, you see Zelfis and Jenny uh, coming down the the ramp. It is uh, Durin's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to swap my focus to the two snipers that are closer on the ground near the crates. Um, And I'm just going to start swapping to my pistol as I run and do my trick attack. Cool. My God. Um, I got a 29. That works. Okay, there it is, there it is. And we're just going to do... Uh, oh, I do need a... Oh, let me see if I hit first before we continue with that. Um, does a 19 EAC hit them? They're flat-footed for this, right? Uh, yes, yes, they are. Then it does hit them. Oh, fuck yes, fuck yes. Um, the one I'm attacking, I'm going to need a fortitude save from. Uh, that is a 14. 14, that is definitely a fail as he is staggered as I take the shot and do some damage to him. This is one of the snipers on the ground? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dealer's choice. Oh, shit. I didn't realize it's my new gun. That's cool. Um, 20 points of damage. And let's do my trigger attack. And an additional, uh, pretty low, 16 points of damage as I just kind of, like, maybe slide through the environment with them, like, focusing on you two as uh, I take the shot. And what happens, Dave? You manage to uh, scoot behind the boxes uh, on the other side of them and shoot through the gap between the crates and clip Mm -hmm. this guy in the fucking leg. And you see him just like his gun stays up and his whole hand is still holding it. But he like drops down for a second and has to like pull himself back up as you fucking like hamstring him. Uh, Merrick, it's your turn out of my way. So the, what can I I attack on the Catherine hit? Yeah. Cool. That's going to be a 25 KC. That does it. 
43 points of damage on the first attack. You're so strong. Uh, natural 20. Okay. Yes, fuck him up. <laughs> Don't think he's going to survive this, but we'll see what happens. This is the guy who's like currently trying to like chainsaw through you. Whose favorite game is like Gears of War. <laughs> is he like weirdly blocky? I guess he is a large creature, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he his, would be. His biceps are so fucking big. I rolled a lot of ones. He might still be doing all right then. Uh, 69 damage. Nice. 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 No, you absolutely kill this man. How much? Yeah. Or how do you do it? Once again, being methodical, where Cathan hit, he's sort of off guard. Merrick just quickly shifts in, gets underneath him, slash, slash, drops. Uh, yeah, his uh, chainsaw or his buzz blade hits the ground and then like goes zipping off into the distance as the teeth catch the ground and just like propel it off into the. D- Dangerous is one us to have chainsaw blades, so he's making them all just <laughs> dance away into the desert. Don't worry, we'll find them. Cool. Cody, it's your turn. Uh, okay, so if I'm correct, there's Guy, Merrick, me, Guy. Uh, I guess just double attack on this guy. Okay. Ooh, that's not great. How, how's an old 15 gonna do you? Bad. Oh, 16. <laughs> Classic. 20, shit. fuck yeah. Blow him up. We're critting together. Crit bros, crit pals. Can you kill this man in one go? I don't think so. But I believe in you, Cody. I did roll a decent amount of, uh, I rolled two sixes at least out of my 66. Uh, that's 64 points of damage and he's knocked down. Fuck. Yeah. You, how do you hit him? Cause he like, he comes in and like hit me. I had basically on the one swing knocked that laser away, then got clipped. And I just like, I don't even do like a big swing. I just grab the like half nearer the head and like crack him right in the jaw, like unexpectedly. And he just like goes down, like whip his head around. He is on the ground. It is Kevin's turn. Let's see. He's going to take two attacks this time. Uh, He misses the first one. He hits his second one. He is now running. He's like, I'm going to go give the other ones, uh, the others a hand. Uh, And he is running towards the back of the ship as well. As he's firing at the one you're fighting, Cody. Uh, he does another 22 points of damage to that one. Uh, and you see, as he's on the ground, uh, Catherine just puts like a couple fucking rounds in him as he's running away. Uh, and he's looking bad. Top of the round, it's going back up to the snipers. The two on the roof are going to continue firing at Durin. Yeah, bring it. This time. Oh, perfect. It's the one that you have. Okay. Both going to try to trick attack you. No. <laughs> uh, does... A. Hey, remember that if it's with their snipers, they don't get the the trick attack damage. I believe. <laughs> oh, they certainly do because they are snipers. They have the sniper specialization, which allows you to use. You miss something, Terry. Dane built better than you. Do you know how you're a ghost? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is there a sniper? Se- yeah. Oh, son of a bit. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Fuck. That's actually fucked up. I don't have access to it. Shit. All right. Continue. Continue. Cool. Their stealth was a thirty-two. So the first one gets you. Okay. Uh, and then, oh god, yeah. That's like a 40-something. Sweet. Um, so two attacks coming your way. Oh, it's a 19 on the die. Uh, so a... <laughs> I just get lit up by four snipers and just dead. <laughs> what's, your, what's your EAC right now? 26. Okay. Um, that's that's going to do it. Uh, second one is not going to do it. So the first shot Remember, goes I'm off. flat-footed for this, so yeah. don't forget. No, it's... Terry, shut your darn, darn <laughs> mouth. I played, Terry I played really wants to die. Wait, are these all tr- trick-attacking too? You're going to take yeah. every dice that Dane has ever seen. 
I know. It's going to be real rough. It's going to be a bad time. These snipers are beefy boys. So that would be a 25. So if you're flat-footed, that would hit, right? Yeah, it would. Sure right. would. Uh, okay, give me two fortitude saves, please. Dang, no. Don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is how we lose Durin, just straight out in a fucking firefight. Okay, well, first one's probably the fail, so I'll go with the success, the one that's potentially successful. 23 on that one. 23 is a pass, yes. Cool, cool. And then we have a 13. Cool, you're staggered. Shit! Is that in place of the trick attack damage, or do you, you no, still get to do it, right? You still get to do it, yeah. Yeah, cool. Fantastic. I mean, one of them's not going to do as much damage, because he uh-huh. he rolled a one last time, so he didn't get to take a certain action. Super bullet. Insta-kill is the certain oh, action. This is... Dang. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually going to be really bad. Rat murder. Standard. Well, you, you guys, you've, you've seen the stat block? <laughs> yeah, just rat poison on a bullet. The first hit is 38 points of damage. Oh. Oh. As you poke your head out to shoot this one guy from behind the box, uh, you get Shit. clipped like just low neck and you feel just the warmth of blood uh, trickling down through your fur and getting matted. Uh, the second attack, this one is 22 points of damage. He didn't realize his buddy was going to take such a fucking vicious shot and try to hit you in the Jesus neck. Okay. Uh, so his aim is a little off uh, and just clips you in the shoulder. But you could tell they were aiming for like the same spot. They were both trying to fucking shoot you in the throat. Fair, fair. And the two guys on the ground, uh, they see Kathan running and they're going to take two shots at him. I don't forget one of them staggered. Uh, yep, he's not going to take a strict attack damage. And my gun does have the scramble feature, which if they're gooped, just slight heads up. Uh, they are not gooped. Shit, okay. Or at least th- this guy is. Okay, cool. See, my gun is a goop detector. I just shoot them and we'll know. <laughs> everybody but this guy is gooped, but you just shot the one guy who is not gooped. We basically shoot everybody all the time, so. Uh, both of those are going to hit Kathan. Um, and you see him take two pretty bad shots. Uh, one hits him in the back of the leg. The other one clips him in the, the shoulder, and he fucking hits the ground and then rolls and staggers and gets back up and, and keeps going. Uh, he returns a couple of, like, blind shots as well back that direction. It is the two guys who are still up. The one dude who is on prone is going to use a resolve point. Uh, and you see those gossamer wings explode out his back um, and he goes launching up into the air 40 feet not provoking an attack of opportunity not provoking? nope feels like a bag of shit he's using a resolve point to use expedious retreat coward Um, and as he does he pulls out his rifle and takes a shot down at Cody which probably won't do it that is a 24 EAC not gonna do it yeah. I just, like, step to the side. Just, like, move a shoulder. He's just, like, spraying the ground, uh, trying to get himself some, some distance. Uh, and the other guy is going to attack Merrick. Ew. Bad. That is another 24 KAC. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Cool. They uh, they both whiff. You then... <laughs> uh, oh, it's Catherine. No, it's uh, Durant. Durant. Okay. I feel so handicapped because everything I can do is all a standard action. Shit. Okay, I'm staggered. I'm going to do the thing that makes sense, and I'm going to activate my mirror image. Okay. My holographic clones as I focus it and, you know, just kind of limit the chances of me getting fucking shot up. Oh, hey, there's five of me. I rolled max. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yay, How many Durans. Durans? Yeah, they're all little, little, little Durans running around. Yeah, just they running just in all, circles around. <laughs> yeah, they all spread out and just like start jumping over boxes and scrambling around. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's it because I don't have a move action this turn. Cool, Merrick. Okay, like there's only two guys on the ground near us, right? Correct. Well, no, um, sorry. There's there's the guy I, uh, next to you, and then there's a dude the forty feet up. Um, the snipers on the roof. Yes. How far away are they from me? Uh, they're eighty feet. Um, I appear next to them instantaneously. Fucking a using your so, ring of light thing. Oh yeah, Merrick turns into a beam of light, and out of nowhere appears behind these two guys and makes an attack on one of them. You see the dude who's beside you rev up his chainsaw, and he takes a, like a just a hail mary swing at your neck, and then you just like and then teleport up and uh yeah you appear next to these two snipers and the guys on the roof are like what the fuck are these guys um that's going to be a 30 to hit and i also need reflex saves from both of them you're so powerful (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) 30 yes hits reflex save uh the first one got a 20 they oh they both got 20 Oh, that's exactly the save they needed. So they don't they don't catch on fire, I guess. Yeah, I imagine your your fire like goes out in sort of like a, a ring, and they're just low enough that it goes over them, but they they feel the heat. Uh, he takes thirty six damage. So either way, like you see, Merrick instantaneously appear, strike down with all his might. A ring of fire erupts from the top of this building, and yeah, I'll take care of the snipers. You're so busted, and I love it. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. So there's a guy 40 feet directly above you, and then a dude uh, 10 feet away from you. How hurt is the 10 feet away guy? He hasn't been touched. Okay. Duran, can you take reactions while you're staggered? Yeah, it doesn't say I can't. Oh, wait, you can't take reactions. Yep. Okay, okay. cool. Um, I'm going to five foot away from the guy who's 10 feet away from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I stow my uh, hammer, and I'm going to aim my rifle up in the air and fire twice at... Oh, I can't five foot away if I'm doing that. I'm just going to... Wait, I can't stow my hammer if I don't move. I'm going to just do one shot then. You could drop it. Yeah, drop it. It's like a... I could. And then use a free... Or, well, no, you still have to move action to take his. You can still drop your hammer. I think you should. 24 to hit. EAC? Uh, yep. Uh, it's going to be 14 points of fire damage on the guy flying up. Uh, okay, he's in a very, very bad way. He's still going. You can see his uh, his wings like fluttering, and he's like barely keeping himself up. Uh, it is Catherine's turn. Um, he makes it around behind the the ramp where Zelfus and Jenny have gone, and you see him just stop, stare at what's happening. You see an explosion of red lightning, and then a Sarkeesian scream and start running as a. <laughs> A red electric hand grabs him, and then you see a big, goopy blue hand grab him on the other side and pull him back underneath the ship. (laughs) That's fucking horrifying. I love it. And you hear Jenny just yelling an incredibly colorful amount of profanity. If you need Uh, something to shoot, Catherine, I just point up at the guy who's like, yeah, he... He literally like turns around, just like yes. <laughs> he starts walking back towards you guys, uh, and he steadies his arm, uh, spins the the chamber, and takes a shot off at the dude up top. Uh, he oh, hits, yeah. and he he does enough damage, even if he rolls minimum, to uh, kill this guy. And he just puts a bullet through this guy's fucking chest, and you just right beside you, Cody, you just see him poof, hit the ground real fucking hard, uh, dead. Captain's I my favorite. Just- really casual like he just turns the corner like oh, okay and like without even looking just <laughs> yeah cool so to give you a lay of the land we're back up to the top uh there's two 
snipers on the roof that Merrick is currently fighting. There's two snipers who are currently uh, hiding behind boxes on the ground. Um, mm-hmm. There's one dude on the ground next to Cody. Uh, the two snipers on the roof are going to use uh, both use a uh, resolve point and use Expedious Retreat as well. And they both fly up 40 feet in the air. They're going to take one shot each at Merrick. But it's going to suck because... They don't have any of their boosts on. Uh, that's also a five on the dice, so that's going to miss. Oh, the guys up top, they're shooting at me? Yeah, they, they use their ability to expand their gossamer wings and fly up 40 feet, and they missed both their shots because it's hard to fly straight up while man is on fire. The two on the ground uh, don't know where Durin is because there's so many of them running around, so they're going to focus on Cody. Well, um, you mean they have multiple Durin targets, so you should really be shooting at them. It's true. They also have that ability, so they know. <laughs> they know it's a waste of bullets. They're going to, yeah, they're going to do two trick attacks on Cody, or at least attempt to. Hate that. Okay, first one succeeds. This one doesn't succeed. Well, that's good. Um, So the first one is going to try to hit you for a 29 EAC, you're flat-footed. Cool. Uh, I'm going to try to deflect this one as well. Oh, fucking that one. No. No, dude. Uh, you're so confident that you try to do like a flourish with your hammer to knock it out of the way and just completely mistime it. Uh, that opening is, yourself up to a big, big hit. That is the worst use of resolve point I've ever done. Okay. The first attack coming in at you, Cody. Um, uh, please give me a fortitude save as well. Let's go. <laughs> it was a 20 and it skidded across my desk and then just went boop and turned into a two. So I'm just going to go ahead and say I failed. That's a 12. You are going to be staggered for this round and you take 41 points of damage. Damn. As you open yourself up to this huge shot because of your missed uh, deflect projectiles, <laughs> um, they hit you just center mass, completely missing those armor plates that you had just got placed in. Uh, this one hits. Now, Dane, is it piercing damage? It's fire damage. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you say it. Say it. It all goes through. Yeah. You know this. You know this. It. And by that, uh, I mean yeah. it goes all through me. Like it comes out the other fucking side. It's almost half my stamina in one hit. Actually, sorry, that's 46 points of damage. Okay. Fuck. All right. Uh, the next one is a three. So uh, the one who didn't trick attack you misses. Oh, did you give me a fortitude save? You did, right? You failed? failed. Yeah, perfect. Okay. So you'll be staggered that round. Um, it is the dude who is uh, right next to you. His go. Uh, he's going to uh, attempt to hit you. He has to take a move action to get closer to you. So uh, it's only going to be one attack. That's a that's a two. Uh, so nice. he comes in and you get hit with this fucking shot so hard. He comes down with like an overhead swing and you stagger back and he just completely misses. And is like once again, the, the buzz blade catches into the ground and like almost like jerks him forward. <laughs> it is Durin's turn. I just realized something. Remember how I was flat footed that one time? Mm hmm. Turns out I'm immune to being flat footed. That sucks. Yep. <laughs> You see, Terry, you're the one who mentioned it again, too, and you didn't have to. You're, you're yeah, no, no, this. I have the ability to, like, I'm just like, I'm immune to being flat-footed completely, so. Uh, either way. Um, so, uh, was it one of the box snipers that took that huge chunk out of Cody, right? Yes. I want to take my focus on him, and all five Durins are just going to 
Russian pistol ready, being stealthy as fuck with a 27 stealth. Yep. Okay. He's flat food for this attack, allegedly. Um, and I got a 28 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay, okay, okay. One second. I want to see what, what I want to use for this. What what sexy ability do I want to do? Um, you know what? I am going to use my new ability of my uh, deactivating shot. So if he can give me a... Um, what kind of save do we do for this? 1d20 my, plus my operative level. DC is equal to 10 plus the item level. So I'm going to try to deactivate his, uh, his rifle. That's fun. I rolled a 17. 10 plus his item level? Plus the item level. Uh, that succeeds then. Fantastic. And let's do some damage to this fucker. Do my trick attack damage first, because that's easier. I have 21 points of trick attack damage and 19 points of normal damage. As I just rush in, focusing on him and see that huge chunk taken out of Cody. And yeah, fuck his day up. How do you kill him? I think because of the deactivating shot like i just hit his gun in a way that just causes the rounds to explode and like it's fire damage so that makes sense you hit the the cartridge that holds the rounds and it just explodes and just takes off like the front half of his face uh and he just like hits the box in front of him his rifle falling off the other side merrick it is your turn the two snipers 40 feet above you in the air i hate that you found my weakness which is open spaces and flying I de- so America's teleported to this building and now he's just stuck on top of this building with no real way to deal with do anything because I don't even think Merrick has a ranged weapon on him anymore because he hasn't needed it in like 15 sessions yeah I don't know if I have anything let me check my inventory can't you supernova them uh, I had to use my zenith revelation to oh, teleport fair so I have to wait another three turns so I thought I was being real smart and then Dane outsmarted me <laughs> yeah I just don't have anything ranged um, I guess I'll take a fight defensively and take a defensive stance. Okay. And wait, just like, just taunt them. Just like, con- like you weak, pathetic, you call yourselves mercenaries. You're more like children playing pretend. Uh, give me an intimidate. I will burn you alive. Just a 14. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They, they look at each other and just sort of like, it doesn't seem to bother them a whole lot. 12 seconds from now, I will murder you both. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cody, it's your turn. Uh, I only have a standard, so I'm going to swing on this guy. Uh, 26? Uh, yep. Uh, 29 points of damage. Uh, okay. He comes in, like, misses me, and I, like, hit him with the haft, like, right in the solar plexus. Yeah, you see uh, a spray of blood hit the front of the helmet he's wearing. Uh, oh, actually, he's not wearing the helmet. We've already killed those two guys. You just see a spray of blood spray all over you. Um, <laughs> that is Catherine's turn. He's going to take a shot at the dude you're fighting. Actually, he's going to take two shots. Uh, first one hits, second one misses. Uh, he does 24 points of damage. Oh, yeah. Okay, it is next round, and the two snipers that are above you, Merrick, start talking to one another quietly and then uh they shout down to the guy on the ground and they say we're calling in reinforcements these guys are fucked (laughs) and the guy on the ground just says yeah 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 we need more uh and then the the snipers say we're gonna bring in should we yeah let's bring in air support maybe don't and they pull out a they don't need to do this remote control and press a button mm-hmm. and you hear this like weird noise emit from it 
it's it's like a, a shriek almost that's been recorded on this device. And then in the distance, you hear a mirrored shriek uh, somewhere in the woods. Is is that a sandworm, Merrick? Is it a sandworm? <laughs> you could give me a life science if anyone has it to try to figure out what it is. It'll be a very high DC because all you're hearing is uh, an audible sound. A 20. Uh, How about a 14? I literally don't have any stats in it. Uh, no, you have no idea what the fuck that is. I don't think it's a sandworm. Maybe it's a rock worm or a tree worm. Tree worm. I mean, they did say air support, boys. Oh, it's probably a space dragon. Sky yeah, it's one of those flying worms. <laughs> Cloud worm. Oh my god! Holy shit! They're real. <laughs> so that was one of the uh, the dudes' turns. The other one is going to take a shot off at Merrick. I've rolled so many fucking nineteens. I, I don't like that. It's, uh, I rolled a thirty-five. I hate that these all these freaking mercs around to all fly. My weakness is so obvious. Uh, that's seventeen points of piercing damage. Now it's just the sniper on the ground who hasn't been touched yet uh, is going to take another shot off at Cody. Uh, that is that's a twenty-seven EAC. Nope. It's going to be the dude next to you, Cody. He's going to swing on you twice. That's a four. That's a five. Uh, oh, he yeah. misses. His, he just keeps getting his fucking blade stuck in the ground and like lurching him forward. Uh, Duran, it's your turn. Yeah, he's just like I winded th- from getting solar plexus. Um, the last one that's at the boxes, right? Was he the one I hurt originally? Uh, no, that guy's dead. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure which which one I was focusing on or not. Um, so that one I'm going to like rush up and. Yeah, I'm just going to use my trick attack, but I'm not going to use a, a ranged weapon. I am rushing up like my little Assassin's Creed blade, and I'm just going to try to take the, take him out that way. Um, with my stealth being a 31. Yep. And as I rush in, and does a 21 versus KAC hit. He is flat-footed for this attack. It does hit. Oh, yes. yes, 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 yes. Nice. Uh, all right, we'll get my trick attack damage out of the way for, for a nice, sexy 20. And then the rest of it is going to be an 11 points of slashing damage as I guess I jump over the boxes. He didn't see me coming. Leap over the boxes and just shank right into him. You manage to like just drive the blade down into his like clavicle. Uh, He falls back. You roll off him and he turns around uh, to face you. Uh, And he looks pretty fucked up. Uh, It is Merrick's turn. So the guy on the ground, how far away is he from the building I'm on right now? 20 feet. I'm going to jump on top of him and stab him. Okay. So I have an, I have an ability that du- doubles my just, my jump distance, so I can jump 40 feet without having to, with rolling the same DC as it would take me to roll t- to jump 20 feet. Okay. Oh, so I only have to beat a 10, and my roll's a 12, so I just need to roll Not roll a 1. A 19. So Merrick, I'm, he's done. He's frustrated dealing with the flying guys. He just leaps off the building to the guy who has no idea what's about to happen to him, and I swing down on him as I land. Um, that's not great. That's just going to be an 18 to hit. You are attacking from up top, so you get a plus one, and he is flat-footed, so that hits. Yes! 38 points damage. How do you finish him? So, once again, this guy has no idea what's about to happen. Like, he is facing out Durin, he's been having this, like, sniper fight, you know, like, what he's used to, and then out of nowhere, he sees a bit of shadow as I jump in front of the sun, screaming, as I come down, and I bring down my slurry blade just down on top of him. 
making him a little kebab. It's fucking kick-ass because Durin runs, jumps over the box, stabs him in the neck, rolls off him, and as he's, like, pushing Durin off, he looks up and just sees you coming down, eclipsing the sun, driving your blade through him, and that is uh, him. He is done. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. Uh, before that, I'm going to say, uh, Short Jack, in the ship, reach out sensors. There's something coming towards us. Let me know when you see it. Okay, you got it. Am I still staggered, or is it just a one-round thing? Nope, you're good now. Hell yeah, double attack. Oh, this fucking shit. Uh, 16, obviously won't do it. That will not hit. Oh, I yeah, rolled it again. So two 16s. Well, together, it's a 32. That's right. You have that ability, right? I do. I do have a bullshit strike is what it's called. <laughs> you begin swinging and he finally gets his blade out and begins just parrying you and is now using more of his like physical size to his advantage. And he's getting really close to you so that like you don't have the like the, the range to like do a proper swing. You're, you're sort of just like, eh. <laughs> and he's trying to now just physically overpower you. It is... Kathan's turn. He's going to take a shot off at this guy. He's actually going to take two shots. That's going to miss. That's going to hit. Uh, 17 points of damage on him. Uh, he is slowly whittling him down, though. And then it is the sniper's turn. However, in the distance, you see these, like, pine trees shake. And then they shake a little closer and closer and closer. And a flock of birds come shooting out as they get disturbed. And then a large winged creature emerges out of the tree line with two heads and scoops a good chunk of those birds into their mouth and eats them. It flies straight up, spirals, and then nosedives towards you. Both of its mouths wide open, feathers flying out of them. And as it approaches you, it grabs the two snipers in the air, closes its mouth around them, cutting them in half, and lands on the roof of the outpost and screams from both of its mouths and looks down at the three of you, flapping its wings once more and dive-bombing you. 